Good morning, afternoon, and good evening. This is the Life's a Gamble podcast with me, Matt, and this is episode five. I don't have a title for this one because uh, this one's just going to be, we're going to recap what happened last week, pretty much talk about next week. Uh, last episode, I talked about the tanking issues or not t- tanking issues, but how people always want their team to tank and it doesn't work. So if you missed that, please go check out episode four. Uh, just to remind you, this is going to be live on Twitch every Tuesday, um, and you can also find this on Apple, Google, uh, Podbean, and YouTube if you can't catch it live. So yes, please, please check out, um, like I said, if you have a iPhone, I'm on Apple Podcast. If you have an Android, I'm on Google Podcast, and you can just like and subscribe on YouTube as well. Uh, the channel is called Life's a Gamble. All right, so our topics, we're going to talk about how I did last week. We'll take this week's picks. Uh, I'm sorry. We'll talk about last week's uh, picks I had, what my season record is. Uh, We'll recap last week's games. Um, We'll talk about the standings and stats leaders. And uh, then we'll do this week's picks. All right. So first things first, I want to let you guys know that last week went 10-3 and on game picks. I think that's pretty good. Um, the games I got wrong were the Panthers at Giants. I expected the Panthers to win, uh, but obviously they didn't pull that off. Bengals at Ravens. Again, I, I didn't shit on the, the Bengals. I said they would lose 24-21, but they came out and beat the smackdown out of the Ravens, and I think a lot of people were shocked by that. Um, and then we'll talk a little bit more about the Bengals being in first place in the entire AFC in a little bit when I talk about my Vikings, because it all correlates. And then I got the, uh... Colts and Niners game wrong. I thought the Niners would win at home. Again, they're dealing with all kinds of injuries. The Colts haven't impressed me much, but I got that one wrong. Um, so that brings my season record. Like I said, last week I went 10-3. and three. My season record is 72 wins, 35 losses in predicting games for a good 67.3%. It comes out to like 67.28, but 67.3%. Hey, almost 70%. I like that. I got to get it up to 70-75. That's my expectation. Um, so let's talk about last week's games. Uh, Thursday night started off with the Brown uh, Broncos going to Cleveland, and the Browns' basically entire roster was out. Case Keenum started. For those of you who don't remember, Case Keenum was part of the Magical Vikings run and the Minneapolis Miracle, where Stephon Diggs sideline touchdown. <laughs> Keenum threw for 199, completed 63% of his passes. But the story of the night was uh, D. Ernest Johnson filling in for both Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, rushing for 146. Hell of a game by that kid. Um, and I'm sure everybody's heard the story now how he messaged all the AAF teams or DM'd them on Twitter just to get a shot. Now look at him go crazy for almost a buck fifty in the NFL. Um, Teddy Bridgewater looked bad. The Broncos looked bad. Uh, yeah, just all bad for the Broncos, losing that game 17-14. Next game, Green Bay beat up on Washington 24-10. to No surprise there. Green Bay's the better team. Aaron Rodgers is on a roll. He said he had back issues because he was uh, he didn't want to blame the hotel, but that's kind of what it sounded like. So Packers are rolling. They've won, what, six straight? Let's go to six and one. They played a pretty easy schedule, though, if I'm being honest. Uh, next game, Chiefs-Titans. Okay, so I picked the Titans to win that game. And when I put the score down, it was like 28 to 27 because I thought the Titans would win, but I wasn't sure. But they went and smacked the Chiefs 27 to 3. Patrick Mahomes 
didn't throw a touchdown. He threw a pick. He only had 200 yards. Chad Henney came in. He went 11 to 16. Uh, Tannehill was awesome. Derrick Henry had another 86 yards, but he threw a touchdown. Yeah, Derrick Henry threw a touchdown. Shout out to Ladanian Tomlinson. He was doing it like old uh, LT. Uh, Falcons went into Miami. Or was that in Miami or was that London? I can't remember, guys. Anyway, I think that was a London game. I might be tripping. Or no, it was in Miami. It was in Miami. Okay. I'm tripping, y'all. It's okay. Uh, but the Falcons won that 30-28. to 28. Um, I mean, the Dolphins are arguably one of the worst teams in the league right now. Um, they had, they were a team with a lot of high expectations, and they're just not living up to it. Defensively, they're struggling. Um, offensively, Tua. I mean, Tua, Tua went 32-40. So, I mean, they got to get a run game down there. Um, Tua was the second re- leading rusher with 29 yards. Their leading rush only had 67 yards. Um, the big bright spot for the, the Dolphins is their tight end, Mike Jasicki. Um, he's on my fantasy team, so I fucks with him. But, yeah, Dolphins struggling, uh, and they lost another one. Uh, next game was a complete blowout recap. Jets-Patriots. Patriots won 54-13. to I mean, there's not much to talk about this game. The Jets are the Jets, and they're probably the worst-run organization in all the sports. Uh, them or the Lions. It's pretty bad. Uh, Panthers-Giants, this one was just a stunner. Like, the Giants are not good, and the Panthers just shit the bed. Sam Darnold was pretty bad, and then P.J. Walker came in and went 3 of 14, so it didn't even get much better. Like, I couldn't imagine completing 21% passes like P.J. Walker did. But Sam Darnold is throwing through a bad pick. He only had 111 yards. And ever since um, the injury started piling up for the Panthers, they have fallen flat. Shaq Thompson out. Rookie corner, J.C. Horn, just to start off with that crazy defense. Um, and the problem with the defense, it, it might look like they're getting a little bit worse, but the, the fact of the matter is against Minnesota and New York, they were just on the field too much. They were playing like 50, not 50, uh, 70 or 80 plays a game on defense. And you're like, no matter how great your defense is, it's going to fucking tire out. Um, and the offense isn't moving the ball. They're going three and out all the time. So, uh, Sam Darnold needs to get Christian McCaffrey back. Um, otherwise, I think the Panthers might move on from him. I was totally wrong about Sam Darnold. I, I pounded my fist and said this was gonna this change of scenery was gonna be perfect for him. It's what he needed. I said he was gonna throw for four thousand yards and thirty touchdowns, and he's just making me look stupid with that take. Um, and if he doesn't pick it up within the next week or two, I fully expect the Panthers to give up on that project. And like I said, I'm ready to admit I'm I'm wrong already on Sam Darnold because I, I really thought he was going to thrive outside of Adam Gase and the Jets. Uh, the next recap, Bengals-Ravens, which I talked about, got that one wrong. The Bengals went in there and just smacked the shit out of the Ravens, 41-17. Joe Burrow threw for over 400 fucking yards. Jamar Chase had 200 yards. Like It was just an insane game all around, and those Bengals are legit. And people are kind of throwing shade at the Vikings for to, for losing to them in week one. But we'll talk about that in a minute. Eagles went into Las Vegas to lose to the Raiders 33-22. to The Raiders are 2-0 since firing John Gruden. I mean, they said they mutually parted ways, but we all know he got fired for the leaked racist emails. Um, Carr only threw three incomplete passes. He went 31-34, which is fucking nuts. Um and Las Vegas is, like I said, they're rolling ever since they let go of John Gruden. 
Uh, Lions Rams this is the Matt Stafford revenge game. This is the Jared Goff revenge game, but Jared Goff can't get revenge on nobody because he's never won a game in the NFL as a quarterback without Sean McVay, which is pretty fucking sad. It's like 0 and 8 or 0 and 9 now, or maybe even be 0 and 10. But um, yeah, he he's just not he's not the guy. He needs to be a backup quarterback, and he was a number one overall pick, which is fucking terrible in itself. Um. Matt Stafford threw for 334 and three touchdowns. Doesn't get much better than that. No interceptions. I mean, and Cooper Cup's rolling. He had another 10 for a buck 56 and two touchdowns. The Rams are legit. I still think they're better than the Cardinals. I don't care that the Cardinals beat them. I think the Rams are going to be better in the long run. Uh, speaking of the Cardinals, they got to host the Texans, another team that's definitely going to be picking in the top five and is terrible. They got off to a slow start. Uh, Texans were up 2-0 at the end of the quarter, and then finally the Cardinals pour 17 points in the second quarter and end up winning 31-5. to um, I mean, Houston was m- much more competitive when they had uh, Tyrod Taylor before he got hurt. But with Tyrod Taylor out and playing a rookie, uh, Davis Mills, it's Davis, right? I keep calling him David, and I think my other podcast, but it's Davis Mills, the rookie quarterback uh, out of Stanford. Right? He was out of Stanford. Yeah, I think he went to Stanford. Yeah, yeah, he went to Stanford. Had to double-check that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the Texans don't have anything. Kyler Murray threw for 261. A.J. Green had a good day. Zach Ertz scored in his debut with the Cardinals, so kudos to him. Um, Cardinals, Cardinals got a tough game this week, I think, because they play Green Bay in a short week, but Green Bay's got some COVID issues, so... We'll see how that goes. We'll talk about that in the game picks. Uh, next game we'll recap was the Bears at the Bucks. Absolute ass beat down by the Bucks. I mean, what do you say? The the Bears defense can only do so much, but they're they're going against the defending champs, the best quarterback of all time, the best quarterback in the world. Tom Brady went crazy again. He threw his 600 touchdown, first player to ever throw 600 touchdowns. The Bears offense is is arguably the worst offense in the entire NFL. Fields threw three picks. The O-line can't block. I mean, it's just a shit show in Chicago. And I know their fans are pissed right now. They just want Nagy gone. They want the GM gone, and I don't blame them because those motherfuckers are trash right now. Uh, Colts at Niners. This is one of the other – this is one of the three games I got wrong this week. Uh, Like I said, the Niners are just struggling with those injuries. Garoppolo came back, but he threw two picks. Um, Debo had a good day. Um – Eli Mitchell, the running back, had a good day, but Carson Wentz and uh, Jonathan Taylor just outscored him, 30-18. And the Colts might be getting on a roll here soon. Uh, Saints-Seahawks, I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch that game. Uh, I don't want to spend my time, waste my time, watching Geno Smith quarterback. And 13-10 and to 10 in the modern NFL. Like, all the rules are meant to go the offense's way. The league is high scoring as it's ever been, and we had a 13-10 game. So, like, like if we go look at the stats, right? Let me see. Total yards, 304 to 219, and we only got 23 total points. It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. But the Seahawks outlasted. And, again, the Seahawks are one of those teams I'm not very high on. Um, One, I think they've beaten some bad teams. And two, I think they had a little bit of luck. So we'll see about the Saints, but I am not high on them at all. 
So that kind of recaps, uh, what was that, week seven in the NFL? It was actually, like, I'm being honest, I'm not the only one that said this, and I'm not saying this just because my Vikings didn't play. It was one of the most boring weeks of football. I mean, you had blowouts everywhere. The Thursday night game had no stars. It was low scoring. Uh, 24-10, to 27-3. The close game was the Falcons and Dolphins. Who gives a fuck? Nobody watched it. Patriots blow out. Giants blow out the Panthers. Bengals blow out the Ravens. The Raiders only won by 11, but the Eagles scored 15 points in the fourth quarter. It was a blowout the whole game. Um, the Lions kept it interesting in the beginning. The Rams scored late, but again, can you be interested in watching Jared Goff? No. Texans got blown out. Bears got blown out. Like, there was literally nothing interesting this week. Nothing. And I think this next week, um, on Halloween, right? Sunday, Sunday night, Halloween night. I think it's going to be a lot of the same. There's not a lot of good games. There's a lot of high spreads. Uh, So we'll get into that in a minute. But went 10-3, record is 72-35. So yeah, this like I said, this wasn't gonna be a long podcast because it was a boring, boring week of football in the NFL. Uh, college was kind of that way too, and, and like I said, I don't have a topic uh, as I did last week with the the tanking topic. So let's uh, talk about the upcoming games. And uh, oh, I'm sorry. Before we do that, let's talk about standings. Um, in the AFC East, Buffalo is at first four and two. They got a two game, two and a half game lead on the. The Patriots in the AFC West because the Chargers had a bye or they played one less game. The Las Vegas Raiders are in first place at five and two. The LA Chargers are four and two, so that might all straighten each other out when the Raiders have their bye. Okay. Cincinnati is five and two, and Baltimore is five and two to head the North. But Cincinnati won that game, so they are in first place in the AFC North. And the Tennessee Titans are five and two in the South. Um, Colts are two games back, but I don't see them catching them. So in the NFC East, we got the Dallas Cowboys at 5-1. and one. They had a bye, and now they have to travel to Minnesota. Uh, NFC West, the only undefeated team, the 7-0 Cardinals, who I think are frauds. I'm going to say it all year. They're going to have to keep proving me wrong. They're frauds. They're not the best team in the NFL. Uh, the Rams are 6-1. and one. They're only lost to the Cardinals, and again, I still think the Rams are the better team. Green Bay sitting at 6-1 to lead the North, the NFC North, that is. And then in the South, Tampa is in first place at 6-1, followed by a 4-2 New Orleans Saints team. If the playoffs were to start today, your number one seed in the AFC would be Cincinnati. Your two seed would be the Raiders. Your three seed would be the Titans. The fourth seed would be the Bills. And then your wild cards would be as follow. The Ravens, Chargers, and Browns. So... The AFC North would have three fucking playoff teams if the playoffs started today. And the fourth wildcard team just out of the playoffs is their other team, the Steelers. Um, in the AFC, there's one, two, three, four teams with only one win. That's the Jets, Jags, Dolphins, and Texans. As we talked about in the tanking episode, the Jets, Jags, and Dolphins are consistently in the top 10 to 12 and have not gone anywhere. Moving on to the NFC, the number one seed is the Cardinals. The two seed, there's a two, there's a tie between Tampa Bay and Green Bay at six and one. Dallas is five and one. Then your wild card right now, if the playoffs started today, would be the Rams, Saints, and Vikings. The Vikings would be in as the last wild card team. And um, there's no one win teams in the NFC. 
like the four in the AFC, but there is a winless team in the Detroit Lions. So if the season ends the, ended today, the Detroit Lions would have the number one overall pick. Um, so let's talk about the Vikings really quick. They're 3-3, three and three and they would be a, a playoff team right now. But I want you to think about two of their three losses right now, okay? Just two of them. They lost to the number one team in the NFC who is 7-0 at home in Arizona because of a missed field goal by one point. The number one team in the AFC, the Vikings, lost on the road in Cincinnati because of a fraudulent fumble. So the two best teams, the best team in each conference, the Vikings lost to them on the road because of fuckery. Because of a fucked up penalty and a missed kick. If the Vikings win those two games, like I said, slim margin to the number one team in each conference. The number one in each conference. What would you guys be saying about the Vikings? You'd probably be saying they're the best team in the NFL. I don't think they're the best team in the NFL. But they have that resume. Or they're this close to having that resume, I should say. But the sliver, the sliver of a paper, like the... The width of a paper is how close they are to having a 5-1 record and being considered the best team in the NFL. They're a good fucking team. And I know they're going to be major underdogs this weekend. But we'll get to that game. That's the last game I'm going to talk about. So I want you guys to think about these teams that are, are kind of hanging around. Everyone's talking about the Packers and the Rams and the Cardinals. No, motherfucker. You better watch out. Especially If Minnesota wins this week too, I'm coming for next. I'm coming. Because if they win this game... There needs to be some respect on their fucking name. I digress. So that's kind of the standings right now. The division leaders and the playoffs. Like I said, we won't do that every week. We'll do that every other week just so, so it doesn't get too fucking repetitive. Um, maybe towards the end of the season, like the last three weeks, is when we'll do it every week and, and talk about the implication of games and shit like that. But we take a look at our passing leaders. I'm only going to go through the top three. Tom Brady with 2275. Derek Carr with 2269, six yards behind Tom Brady, and then Matthew Stafford with 2172. Your passing touchdowns leaders, Tom Brady with 21, Stafford with 19, and Mahomes with 18. Uh, quarterbacks who've thrown the most interceptions this year, Zach Wilson and Patrick Mahomes are tied with nine. Joe Burrow has eight, Lawrence has eight, and Sam Darnold has eight. Those round out the top three. League leader in rushing yards should be no surprise. Derrick Henry with 869. Jonathan Taylor with 579. Joe Mixon with 539. Uh, rushing touchdowns. Derrick Henry, no surprise, 10. James Conner with 6. And Zeke, Kareem Hunt, James Robinson, Damian Harris, Josh Jacobs, Jonathan Taylor, Jalen Hurts, and Sam Darnold all tied at 3 with 5 touchdowns. Most catches on the year is Cooper Cup with 56. Then Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill are tied at 2 with 52. Uh, receiving touchdowns, Cooper Cup again. Um, nine touchdowns. And then Mike Evans and DeAndre Hopkins are tied for second with seven receiving touchdowns. Uh, let's take a look at sacks. Number one in the league, Miles Garrett with nine and a half through seven games. Harold Landry out of, from Tennessee with seven and a half. And then TJ Watt with seven. Um, let's take a look at interceptions. Everybody should know it's Trayvon Diggs. He's caught an interception in every game and then two in one game. So he has the NFL lead with seven. Logan Wilson from Cincinnati has four. 
And then there is a very long list of guys tied with three. Uh, tackles, number one, Denzel Perryman from Las Vegas with 81. Bobby Wagner with 79 tackles on the season out of Seattle. And Rokon Smith, 75 tackles for the Chicago Bears. So those are your statistical leaders through week seven. Uh, a lot of awesome stats being put up. I'm a sucker for stats. So that's awesome. Um, if you're listening live right now, Braves got a 5-0 lead on the Astros. Why is that important? Because fuck the Astros, the cheating ass bitches. Yeah, I said it. Go Braves. Fuck the Astros. I just had to mention that. I know I know. I mostly talk about football, but this is just a podcast, whatever I want to talk about, because life's a fucking gamble, and I'm all about my poker chips. And fuck the Astros, those cheating bastards. I'm glad they're losing. I hope, I hope they get fucking swept by the Braves. Go Braves. Uh, just to cover a little bit of basketball really quick, shout out to them 4-0 Bulls, first time since 96-97. Let's go, bench mob. Bring the bench mob back. All right, let's talk about week eight now. Okay, I'm going to make my picks and kind of preview each game. And, uh, excuse me. And then, yeah, let's see. Let's see how it stacks up. Okay. So, Thursday night game, two days from now. Packers traveling to Arizona. The problem with picking this game is Devontae Adams is on the COVID list. Their Packers defense coordinator is on the COVID list, and I think they're hiding a bunch of other names too. But um, I think the Packers need Devontae Adams to, to win this game. He's that important as a receiver. Um, you can argue he's the best receiver in the league. Some will. I don't want to do that argument right now. I might do that for a later day where I give my top five quarterbacks, running back, all that shit. But it's not an argument I want to have right now. We'll just say he's one of the best in the game. And without him, it's going to be a struggle. Um, I assume the league wants this marquee game to have its stars. And the league will figure out a way for Devontae Adams to play. I truly believe that. Uh, and I'm going to go with the Packers. I don't think the Cardinals are as good as their record. Um, I definitely think they're beatable. The Vikings should have beat them. I'm going to hold on to that. Like I said, they're, they're the most overrated team in the fucking NFL to me. So I'm going to pick the Packers to win 31-27. to 27. Um, I just think this is a game Aaron Rodgers goes crazy and says I'm the fucking man. Uh, next game we have on the docket is Panthers-Falcons. I really don't know who to pick. Uh, the Panthers still have a bunch of injuries. This is a tough one. It's a division game. Um, defenses travel, I think. Um, I think the I think the Panthers' defense is going to shut down Kyle Pitts. And then all they have to worry about it really is Cordero Patterson. Um, I don't know if Ridley's... What is his, his injury situation? Is How bad is it? Is he out for like extended time? What's his injury situation? He's not injured? Ah. Uh, Actually, I'm going to go with the Panthers, 27-24. I think they finally end the four-game losing streak. Dolphins-Bills, uh, we don't have to discuss that one much. Um, I think the Bills are going to annihilate them. They already beat them 35-0 this year. I'm going to go 37-10 to Bills. 37-10 to Bills. Oh, Niners at Bears. This is two fucking shitty teams. Uh, Bears are at home. 
their home underdogs. I really don't know how this game is going to play out. So when that tends to be the case with two teams that are either similarly bad or similarly good, I tend to go with the home team. So I'm very, I'm picking this game with very little confidence. So I'm only going to pick the Bears by one point. I picked the Bears 18 to 17. I really don't know. how 49ers should win, but they're pretty, they've been pretty uh, underwhelming as well. So yeah, I'm going to pick the Bears to win 18 to 17 on Halloween. The orange and blue win on Halloween. Pretty scary, right? Uh, Steelers at Browns. I'm going to go with the Browns. They're the better overall team. They have the better defense. Uh, they have the better running game. Uh, Brownies, 24-22. Not a lot of confidence there, but they are at home. And I think they're the better team. Eagles at Lions. I'm going to do it, y'all. I just got this weird feeling. Weird shit happens on Halloween, right? The fucking Lions will finally win their first game of the season. I'm going to go with the Lions, 24-21, to upset the Eagles. Uh, next game, we got the Titans at Colts. Good divisional matchup, but I don't think these two teams are close. I think Tennessee is is one of the top three teams in the AFC. And I think the Titans win 34-30 behind 150-plus yards from Derrick Henry. I think he goes crazy this week against that Colts defense. Bengals travel to New York or New Jersey, depending on how you look at it, to take on the Jets. I mean, if we're being honest, they're, the game is played in New, East Rutherford, New Jersey. So... They're traveling to New Jersey to take on the New York Jets. Um, Joe Burrow is going to light that fucking city up. I'm going to go 42-17 to 17 Bengals. Uh, Rams travel to Houston to take on the Texans. Another game that's going to be an absolute snooze fest. A 6-1 team versus a 1-6 team. Give me the Rams 41-10. to 10. Matt Stafford goes for another 300. Uh, Patriots at Chargers. I like the Chargers a lot. I like Justin Herbert a lot. Uh, they just had a, a very bad loss where they got blown out by the Ravens, and then they had their bye week. But I think Joe Herbert, Joe, Her oh, Joe, Justin Herbert bounces back, and they beat the Patriots at home thirty to twenty. That's that's gonna be my prediction. Thirty to twenty. Uh, the Jags will travel to the twelfth man to take on the Seattle Seahawks. Um. With Russell Wilson playing, I would take the Seahawks easily. With him not, that team is, I don't know what they're capable of. Geno Smith looks like a backup that he is. So just because the Seahawks are at home, this is the same situation like I was talking about the Browns and the 49ers. I'm going to take the Seahawks by one, 24 to 23. I really want to take the Jags to get this win here, but I just can't pull myself to, to do that with a rookie quarterback, a college finger finger finger-popping asshole coach going all the way from Jacksonville to Seattle. I'm going to take Seattle by one, 24-23. The Washington football team will travel to Denver. It's, a, it's, another, it's another game with two shitty teams. Like, fuck. I'm going to go with the home team, which is Broncos. And again, I'm not confident. 22-21. The Broncos beat Washington football team. Who knows? Flip a fucking coin, right? Uh, the Bucks traveling to New Orleans. This one I'm confident in. Uh, the Saints are not a good football team, in my opinion. They're an average football team. And I think the Bucks are going to smack them 31-21. A score by 10 points looks close, but I don't think the game will ever feel close. Uh, the Giants coming off their upset win of the Panthers going to Kansas City. Uh, I think the Chiefs heard a lot of noise this week. 
and they're probably going to put a beat down on the Giants. Um, I'm going to go 35-20 to 20 Chiefs. Giants score late to make it look like a two-score game, but I think the Chiefs roll in this one. Patrick Mahomes has his best game of the season. All right, let's get to the Halloween night game. Sunday night football on NBC starting at 520. Cali, we're going to have to go fucking trick-or-treating at 4.30. It is what it is. 4.45. We have to be back in time for this game. We can't miss it. It's the fucking Cowboys. 5-1 and one, traveling to the Vikings on Halloween night. It doesn't get any crazier than that. Trick-or-treat. We're going to get a lot of treats in Minnesota. The, the, the Cowboys have been tricking you into thinking they're Super Bowl contenders. But it's not happening. So hold out your bag and get ready for the treats from the Minnesota Vikings. This is going to be a shootout. This is going to prove to everyone that the Minnesota Vikings are actually a good football team, despite their 3-3 record. This is going to be the game that kickstarts a long win streak for the Vikings with a tough schedule coming up. But I'm going to go with the Vikings, 34-31. I think Justin Jefferson has a 200-yard game receiving. I think Kirk Cousins lights it up. On the national spotlight so everyone can see, damn, this motherfucker is balling because he is balling. Kirk Cousins is fucking balling, y'all. 1,769 yards, 13 touchdowns, and just two interceptions. He's going to go crazy. Him and Dak are going to be just slinging that bitch all over the field, but the Vikings will get the last laugh and win 31-30 to on Halloween night. Listen, listen, listen. I'm only picking the Vikings because they're at home, Okay. Don't call me a homer. Oh, my God. Dallas is way better. No, fuck that. Minnesota's a good team. You guys just don't realize it. If they lose this game, I'll step back, okay? I won't pick them next week if they lose this game, okay? You have my word, all right? But if they win this game, I'm going to get a little bit fucking disrespectful. I'm going to be wilding out. My Twitter fingers are going to be itching, and all of them Cowboy fans are going to get that zip lip, Okay? So, I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Uh, if you tuned in live, thank you so much. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, appreciate you. Please give me a like. Like this video. Subscribe. And if you're just listening on a podcast form while you're driving around, doing everything, cleaning, whatever, I appreciate you as well. Uh, please tell a friend about your podcast. Tell a family member about your podcast. I'm sorry. Tell a friend. Tell a family member about this podcast, please, because I would love to grow it as much as possible. All right, like I said, don't forget to like and subscribe. You can catch me on Apple, Google, YouTube, Twitch Tuesdays. We'll call them Twitch Tuesdays. And uh, thank you again for tuning in, and I will see you guys next time. This is the Life's a Gamble podcast.